Welcome to track number three, Mission America. We want to go to more deserts. Hallelujah. All right. What time is your lunch? Is it evening? It's dinner time. All right. We are not supposed to stress ourselves. So it's time, it's time for your dinner now. All right. Now, before we go for dinner, I want to show you some things that you must do with the ministry that you have received. Amen. And then after that you eat. And then we go. Hallelujah. Number one. All the messages have points. Number one. Do not become weary of the ministry. Second, excuse me, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we receive mercy, we faint not. Don't be tired of ministry. Amen. Because what happens is that sometimes we are tired ourselves of ministry. Because ministry is tiring. Amen. It's tiring. Ministry is tiring. Is that not true? Yes. Ministry is tiring. So a pastor can easily be tired of his ministry. Why? Why is it tiring? Take what I'm preaching to you. Do you think that I don't know what I am preaching to you? Huh? Do you think I I don't know what I'm preaching to you? I must know it. Do you think I have not said what I am saying before? That is even more tiring. Look, one of the most difficult parts of the ministry is as you have to say the same thing again. You know, if you preach three services, by the time you get to the third service, even if there are only ten people who were in the service before, Their presence can make you so tired. Just ten people from the other service who are present. is the most exhausting experience to have the presence of even a chorister or a pastor. Especially pastors. Yes. I'm telling you. And when somebody is familiar with you, 
You talk to the person, and the person says, This is what he said at. What, what do you call it? This is what he said at. Yeah. This, he said this, uh, this. That's why I don't do live streaming. And I don't do podcasts for camps, some of the camps now. Oh, yeah. There are people, even when you are preaching, you are even going to tell a story which 98% of the people don't know. That person will even say it before you say it and spoil the preaching for everybody and even kill the spirit of the person who is preaching. It's very tiring. Not that the person will do it. It is Ezekiel 33. Put it back. That verse. It is like a song. The person is taking the message like a song. It's like a lovely song. Who is the one doing the thing there? First, baby. Thou art unto them like a very lovely song. So the presence of the people. So if you, if you, if you listen to, if you listen to somebody preaching, like me, you know, I, I, there are times, you know, before Benny Hinn, even once I remember he, I, I met him, forget about all, what, what I'm saying, but certain things, that crisis that he was going through his ministry, because I used to watch him a lot, I, I, would, know, I would know when he was having problems. By just watching the television. I remember when I saw this man is in a crisis. I had no idea. In fact, when he, it was announced that he was divorced, I was one of the most surprised people in the world. I, have, I don't know anything personal about him before. Yeah, but I always used to know, so this man has a problem. This man has a crisis. But when you listen to somebody, you can know. Even when I listen to Kenneth Hagin, I know when he's going to preach about some things. And I know... It's not going to preach about certain things. I mean, you sort of get to know the person. If you listen to me preaching, those who, who listen, you, when you listen to certain camps, you know that certain people are not there. That's why the flow is a certain hundred percent. It's true. It's very tiring. Especially if you are preaching to people that have heard you again and again and are not doing what you are saying. And you ask yourself, what are you again to say to the people? You need a singer to come and sing for you. Break for music. Yes. Are you there or you are going home? So you can get tired of it. You can get tired of preaching. Tired of pastoral work. You counsel people about their marriage and they will not do it. Even Major Methel, in fact, one of my greatest surprises, because he always had energy for marriage counseling. He hold his, 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 his role, his, role, his uh, marriage man when he's working with it like that. And one day he told me, no, these days <laughs> I don't have time for some of these things. You know, I just preach one key. I think he told me that because I also been preaching one key acceptance, the key of acceptance. I was surprised. I said, "You, you who have just so much time for this marriage counseling thing, because you know the people you are talking to them, they will not do it. They will not do it. But you keep on doing, keep on teaching. So ministry, you can get tired, and then people are not grateful." You see, like I remember when I came here some years ago, I, I remember it was a camp like that. I, I really felt like these people, they don't appreciate, they don't understand what it means to come here. 
That was just after September 11th, the week after or so when I came here. I came to preach what is your life. And some people from here to here, they didn't come. I said, look, in those days, to sit on a plane, it was very scary. Even in America, soldiers with AK-47 were standing at the Washington airport. Yeah. Just after 9-11, a few days after, and I had already arranged the camp, so I had to come. You think I'm not a human being? I was frightened out of my socks. <laughs> I was terrified. So on the plane, you are thinking, hey. And I'm thinking, me too, I also look like a Palestinian. So the people are also looking at me and say, hey. So as soon as I get up, I get up in the plane, I look and say that all of them are looking at me. <laughs> Yeah. What a shock. What a shock. You know? So my friends, I tell you. And many of the things that I said at that time, a lot of people just didn't just ignored what I said and just did whatever. So you, you just you just get tired of it. So the the Bible is telling us don't be wary. If you've received the ministry. And I cannot be tired. Yeah. That's why I'm having that's why I'm having a camp here. That's why I'm having a camp here. I'm hoping that my message will bypass all familiar arrows and catch one or two. My camp when I came here, what is your life? I got one person, Serena, who works for me. If not for anything, it's worth it. Yeah. She has really served me well. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes a camp, you get only one person to obey. I can preach and preach and preach. Every way I've the message. Hey, I've sliced for you, toasted done everything. You get it? Whether you will do it. But I know I must not be tired. There must be missions. And maybe out of this preaching, wow, because I remember when I came once to America, I said, you know, we must move out of East Coast. That is when after that, that David and co left, uh, everybody sort of moved out. It was as if they wouldn't obey, but they, they obeyed. Yeah. And the next time we were having a camp, we are not going to have in Chicago or New, or New York area. We are going to Dallas, those Texas, those types of places. Yeah. If you will come, don't come. It's up to you. Yeah. Or Memphis. It's true. If you will come, be, be in your snow. We are going down there. Yeah. Are you listening? So let us not be tired. Don't be tired of prayer. Don't be discouraged of the ministry. Don't be wary of giving tithes. So, oh, but I've given tithes, I've not become a millionaire. Because God has not intended you for you to become a millionaire. 
Just serve the Lord. Just serve the Lord. Just be faithful to God. Amen? Can I have a better amen? Yeah. You cannot follow the encouragement of human beings to know to carry on doing the work. Yeah. You know? I counsel people so much. Sometimes I see people walking around holding model marriage. They don't even know that I wrote. <laughs> they don't know what it involved to do that book. But it's not an ordinary book. Yeah. They don't know. Not a word. I don't get whatever. But one day, I met somebody who really appreciated me for that book. Yeah. I was surprised. I just met one person appreciated me. He said, when you are my church, preach this. I said, oh, it's not a marriage seminar. I know it's not a marriage seminar. You preach it from this book. <laughs> wow. So, along the line, God may show you a glimpse or two. But the real reward is in heaven. God will reward you. So, for me, if God gives me life, I intend to persist. You will be tired before I'm tired. Yeah, you'll be tired of what I'm saying. And I will say it. You see, now, you see, I've turned to the pastors and I'm charging them with mass murder. But But I'm telling them, suspended charge. And I'm telling them, look, charge the people under you. Which is new. You see that? You haven't heard that before. I'm telling you, and I gave you the example of Pastor Kweku. I said, be like that. Send the people. Yeah. Everywhere. There is nothing like a small church in Lighthouse. There's no church. There's no small church here. Every church. Five people. Three. We are very happy. They should laugh at us. They will be laughing at the back of their head soon. People have laughed at us for years. Are you, are, you, are, you not, are you not used to it by now? Yeah. There is mean share in the church. Do you understand what I mean? Mean share, it means happiness. There is mean share in the church. They say we are young and easily impressionable. No problem. No problem. There is mean share in this church. Tell somebody, I'm teaching you a new language. Mean share. There is mean share in the church. It means happiness. What does it mean? Is that, is that no? Joy. Wow. King James Version. Joy. Don't be tired. Don't be tired of me. Don't be tired of me. Because a time may come, you may wish that I will come and then I will talk. You wish, see, it was a good time. Yeah. So don't be tired. He's talking too, too long. One day you may say, I wish he would talk. But maybe I won't talk anymore. So I wish he would talk. Oh, what does it You wish he would come. You know? 
<laughs> and, and, you know, one of the things that I've noticed about myself is that I am very spiritually sensitive to familiarity. As soon as I smell it, I just sort of switch off. All the places that I have camps, I stop having camp without ever having a meeting that I won't have a camp. There's nothing like a meeting me, maybe Bishop Stark and that I shouldn't go to, the, let's say, the UK to have a camp. I haven't been to the UK to have a camp for some years. I've not been there. Yeah. I haven't been there. I, I mean, boys, why are you always going to London? You like the Londoners. Bishop Joe is one of those always used to accuse me of that. You like the Londoners. Yeah. You like the Londoners. You like these London people. You're always going there. Ah, I haven't been there. I don't know what they are also going to say. I like America. Hey, Bishop, he likes America. He likes America. There's me, sir, over here. <laughs> Tell somebody I'm teaching you a new word. It's a new language. Minche, Minche. There is Minche in the church. Means joy, happiness. There is Minche in the church. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Don't be angry with us because we are happy. No. I want to encourage you. Be very careful of familiarity. Don't be tired. Don't be tired of listening to me preach. And don't be afraid or tired of messages that you think you don't obey. Those are the ones you just put it on. Be fearless. Yeah. Be fearless. That's also our play. No problem. I know what they are saying, but I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the message. I'm not afraid of the message. I'll play. <laughs> yeah. Let's play all messages. This why I can't obey. No, don't be afraid. There is no message you should be afraid of. Don't be afraid of. Don't be wary of. Don't say this one is. I mean, don't, no, no. It, it, don't be afraid of. You put it on. Yes. <laughs> yes. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Look, there are many things God have have a way of helping you to obey the word of God. Sister, are you happy? You? You know? You're happy? We must be happy here. Huh? You have water here to make people happy. Where is the water? This, this sister doesn't look very happy. We will help you to have the mean share. The mean share. Anybody with a swollen face, report the person immediately so that we can encourage the person. You must cherish, listen, you must cherish the moment and not become weary and tired of the opportunity, of the opportunity that you have, you must value, value, and no, no. 
That's why when I saw that sister, I said, my sister, it's a mixture. Are you experiencing mixture in the church? There must be mixture. <laughs> yes, there must be mixture. Must cherish every second. And now that I'm tired and you make your heart. What do you mean? Sing it, sister. They don't, Let's they don't take do. a walk together with our Savior Jesus. Hand in hand, he and I. Come on now. Let's cherish every moment Jesus gives to us. The time is passing by. I often pray. When I kneel down by my bedside, I ask the Lord to help me to obey His calling. If I could just please the Lord, I must cherish the
your calling to do the will of God. Hand in hand, you and the Lord. Don't think that you can walk away from your original calling. Cause your time is passing by. Oh, so when you pray, when you kneel down by your bedside, ask the Lord to help you to obey His calling. If you could just please the Lord, you must. Cherish the love of God. You must cherish the grace of God. Oh, yeah. Cherish His mercy. Cherish His blood. Cherish the cross of Christ. You must cherish the chance you have. And you must cherish the Number two, you must take heed to the ministry that you've been given. Amen. Which means pay attention. Colossians chapter 4 verse 17. Say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Amen. We must pay attention to the ministry. I want you to pay attention not only to your job, but pay attention to ministry. To becoming a great minister of Jesus Christ. A a greater and better minister of the gospel. If you are a lady, a good lady, you'll see my lady bishops very soon. Yeah, you watch and see. I tell you, for me, there's neither male nor female in Christ too. Charlie, if you can do the work, eh, Charlie, all that we want is to work for the Lord so that there will be minsha in the church. Yeah. I'm telling you. Say to Archippus, take heed, pay attention. You know, look, look, ministry is something you can give yourself to develop. Develop yourself in preaching, in visitation. In counseling, the four things that make you a pastor, PVCI, prayer, visitation, counseling, interacting with the people. Because interacting is very important. You can't be a moody person and be a pastor. Just sitting there in your moods, just sit quietly. Even as you are sitting by your neighbor, you are not asking what is your name. Huh? 
Don't develop a bad attitude in the church. Be humble. So, look, just introduce yourself to to, to your neighbor. Huh? And and tell the person your name. Ah. You sit by somebody at a camp. It could be your future beloved or your future husband. Out of your moodiness, you don't meet the right people. Amen. Pay attention. Everybody say, pay attention. Pay attention. That means you must, you must give some time to develop yourself in the ministry. When I went to Korea, I saw, before I, before I realized, I saw Kojo Lince in Korea. I said, hey, what are you doing here? He has come to develop himself in the ministry. He's not a full-time pastor. Yeah, it's not a holiday. He didn't come for a holiday. Before I realized he was in Korea. I said, hey. What are you doing here? He said, I've heard that there is Misha in Korea. I'm <laughs> yeah. What, what do you do to develop yourself in the ministry? Pay attention to your, your special calling. You have to cherish the opportunity. Look, in my experience, all the people that have had the opportunity to be close and to work in the ministry and have lost it. They really, really regret it. And especially people who despised the opportunity to be close. You see, sometimes circumstances will not let you be close. But like they say, you, play, you trifled with it and then it was taken away from you or it, it vanished. It really pains them over the years. And it is not easy to be close to somebody who was close to you, but has despised it. Even when the person comes, you just say, oh, you are welcome. You see that? Go and, go, and, go and sit over there. It's not easy. Because you open your heart, you open your home, you open your life, be near me and see all my weaknesses and my problems. But when you come close to somebody... You will see not only the perfections, but you will see the person has also problems, problems, difficulties. Everybody is a human being. Yeah. Over the years, I've been going to Korea. We go to Dr. Cho, we explain to us, he's not feeling well. We should pray for him. Yeah. When you get close, you see, I played golf with him. It did to walk on the golf course. Two, you know, the caddies in Korea are ladies. That's why I say, ladies, there's nothing you cannot do. Yeah. Two of them have to hold him like this. Yeah. To walk to where the, the ball is. And then... And he goes back. Yeah. But he plays, you know, it's not just that you should play. You must play. Yeah, and small, small, small fellowship. But when you get close, you, you, you start to see 
is anointed, but it's also a human being that is anointed. When you trifle with that and you mishandle it, it's not easy to get it back again. Person say, Oh, you when I made you come and play golf with me. Later he went to say that I have a lot of money and I give a lot of money to my caddy because I'm rich. Why did you say that? One day I went somewhere I was eating. Then there was a lady who was sitting there. Later she said, You know, it seems you are you are you are fussy, eh? She said, You seem you are fussy. I said, I'm fussy. Look at what you are telling me. Because I made the mistake of letting you sit here when I'm sitting here to eat. You are telling me that I'm fussy. The food that you eat, do I say something about it? The crabs you are eating, do, do I say something about it? The animals that you eat, do I make any comment about it? The goat head that you are boiled and you are eating it. So I say something about it. I made a mistake of letting you sit there when I was eating. Yeah. So you, 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 must, you must value treasure. Like as well as we are having a come, you must treasure it. When, it is, when it stops happening, you look at it and say, Bishop, we wish. Yeah. We wish you, you always come and be talking. We like it when you talk a lot. Even the same point you'll be saying and say, we like it. Yeah. We enjoy it. We didn't know we were enjoying it. Later we saw that we were enjoying it. But you see, there was Misha in the camp. But now, you may, you may, you may not know what you are losing by despising. And it's like that. One. And the person is gone. You say that I am fussy. Then you are what? Food that you eat, you beat it like this. Huh? You know there's a food that they beat like this before it's eaten. Huh? You can't chew it. You have to swallow it. Something that is beaten. Beaten for a long time before you eat it. That one is not fussy. That joking. So, Charlie, pay attention. Pay attention to ministry. Take it serious. Because the person can see. He's talking to you, but you're not taking it serious. Like the commandos. To me, the commandos, you are not serious. You are a group of unserious people. Yes, that is how you are to me. Because you can say, oh yeah, Bishop, Bishop, man, we love the Lord. Man, we are going to do Shelley. All these years have passed by. There's nothing. Nothing. Just talking Eh, there's nothing out of you. It's true. I may be wrong. I may, I'm talking about the wrong group. Is it true or it is not true? Yeah. yeah. You have an impression that you are doing something, but actually you are doing nothing. Pay attention to your ministry. For me, I've invested in books, tapes, there is not, there is no man of God. Once I like your ministry, I have all your books. And all the material that you have possibly have, I have it. And the, the kind of archives that I have, I know very few pastors who have. You mention his name. If I, is somebody that I, I, whatever, I can show you archives. 
Yeah. All of them. So, you better pay attention to the ministry. Better you start investing in books. Invest in a beloved who is similar, has a similar mind. Not in an empty-minded person who is not going anywhere in the ministry. Yeah. Invest in that. Pay attention to it. Pay attention to your vision, please. Pay attention to your dream. As you are taking a new job. Think about the vision God gave you. And this job you are going to get. What is it going to help you to fulfill the vision? There's nothing. You know, you're not even careless. There's no interest at all in, in the ministry. Pay attention to it. Number three. Fulfill the ministry. Complete it. Complete it. All of you pastors who are here as lay pastors, you have been able to establish a church, 20 people, 30 people, 40, 50, 100, whatever number you have. Your ministry is not fulfilled until you have products that will be able to continue the church upon your departure. From this system, this world. Suppose you go away suddenly. What is the continuation? Look at me. Which part of the church will, 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 will not be able to go on without me? Is it the Kodesh? No. Even camps. I used to be the only person doing camps. And I remember when I told Bishop Eddie to come and have a camp. I said, no, 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 how? You are the only person who does camp. It's a special. I said, no. When I added all, I said, I can never do camps for everywhere. Start doing camps. And he started doing camps. Branches. America. You have your own bishop and more bishops. Whether I'm here or not, the, the church is working. But what about you? In that, your branch. The young person in the church, you have relegated him to driving cars. Drive a car here. Go here. Come here. Go. And he, say, he, he, he knows everything. He can do a lot of things. Yeah. So, like, people, people have watched videos. Oh. People do a lot of things. But we don't allow them. And there is no children. People who are looked, they make themselves oh, when it comes to the work of God. Oh, The badness that you've known and learned from videos and what have you, YouTube and internet, please, if you know all these things in the world, don't tell me that you can't do ministry at your age. Don't tell me that. Yeah. One day I was doing marriage because one of my young people was getting married. Now I officiate all their weddings and I counsel them too. So these ones were getting married, two of them. The girl was, the brother who was getting married was a virgin. But the girl who was getting married was not a virgin. She had been out in town, whatever town before. So, now I'm telling you a story. Listen to my story. Are you still listening? So, I spoke to the brother, the, the two of them. I said, brother. Are you not intimidated by this experience, sister? He smiled at me. I've never seen such a confidence. He smiled at me. 
<laughs> he said, Bishop, the pornography that I have watched is more than any experience. Yeah, in the past, he said, in those days, in those past days, not, not now, in those days, in his past, he said, what is in my head is more than any experience, whatever. So he said, she must rather watch out. She must rather watch out. She must rather watch out. Because I'm coming. I'm coming to get her. You see, what I'm trying to say is that young people, they know everything. When it comes to certain areas, they have experience. They know anything about everything and anything about everything. When it comes to the church, they say, oh, we are the young people in the church. We have to do dancing and certain films. We are going to do certain films in the church. Look, you are equally capable of preaching. I was 18 years old. I was preaching. I was teaching. I was working. We were young and we were preaching, teaching, ministering, doing everything. Don't bring this young boy whatever thing we cannot have. No, 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 no. Yeah. You know every bad thing in the world. Yeah. I say one day I was with some young boys and girls. They were doing marriage counseling. I was listening and watching. They were demonstrating. Grown-up wives and all were all sitting there. They you are not married. Explain this is what you do. This is what you do. I said, hey! Wow! Why should such a person not be able to be a missionary and go to some other country? That is why when you see the people you are preaching to them, preaching, and you will not take a step. You will not make a move. You will not step out and do what God wants you to do. And you have a reason for it. It doesn't hold water with me. Yeah. That's why I want you to pay attention. I want you to take heed. To the, to the ministry. It is a real thing God has given you. You can sit on it and die with it, but you, you will regret. You regret that you didn't believe your visions. You will regret that you didn't believe your, your dreams, that you didn't fulfill your ministry. Not even fulfill, you didn't even start. And those of you who have already started, make sure you finish. Let us assume you die this year. Are you ready to die and leave your church? Andy, who is going to look after your church? Have you thought about it? Do you have somebody to look after your church? Who is that? A guy, is he a pastor? How old is he? He's in his 30s. So you are keeping him under you. Why have you not brought him out? Have you told him to go out on a mission? I should send him. <laughs> You see, he has hidden that guy. There's a guy called Sefa. He has hidden the guy in his church. I don't know about him. You should bring out those guys. Only one, there's only one guy in your church. And who else? Message, you see now, I'm finding out the guy, the guys that are, these are the people I want to hear about. Yeah, you have, you have covered them. You have covered them. Why don't we send them out? Send them to town. Try something. Do something. Tell them, listen to Bishop. Have you listened to All Out? Have you listened to others 
go on the mission field. That's when you pray. practical things, you learn it. Yes. This is what I want you pastors to do. Then, you'll be fulfilling your ministry. Do you understand what I'm saying? You'll be fulfilling your ministry. I want to see your children, your spiritual children, offspring, who are becoming missionaries. Remember, me and you, well, I don't know about you, but me, I've never been a missionary to any country before. Have you been a missionary to any country before? Small time in Ivory Coast. You were sent there as a missionary. After school. Then you came to America. <laughs> huh? When the war started, then you came. Okay. Yeah. You can send people. Are you there? Are you his children? Son of let you see the children of uh, this one. Hi, George. Yeah. We want to see young boys and girls. Are you from Liberia? Any of you from Liberia? Liberia, Liberia. Okay. You should watch some Liberia films. How many have not watched the Liberia, Liberia film I showed you? You've all watched it. Your hands are paining you. That's why you, you cannot lift it. Okay. Amen. Are you listening? Yeah. I want to see places, people. You need to do the work of God. Pastors, fulfill your ministry. You know, one day I was going, I, I took myself, I said, I'm going to wait on the Lord. I went with my Bible, my everything. And I was going to pray for church growth and so many things. When I entered the house where I was going to stay to pray, then I heard the voice of the Lord say, pray that you will fulfill your ministry. No, not fulfill. Pray that you will finish. Hey, I became afraid. Finish it. Pray that it was like Many things you have started and you are doing that have not finished. Pray that you will finish it before you die. That's all I pray for. About five days I was there, one week, I don't know how long. Only praying that I will finish it. You see, you can start but you don't finish. Yeah. I was talking to Richard Roberts. And he, he said he took over... His father handed over his, the school to him when he was, I think, 68 years old. And then he was, I don't know how old he was, and ended. He said, he told me his, his father died with a broken heart. But they're taking the school from them. Yeah. Many pastors die with a broken heart because what they came to do Either they didn't finish or at the end it twisted and something happened. It didn't complete. Yeah. So, so for me, you know, that's why I appoint pastors. I want to... Look, if, if, if I don't see South America filled with churches, I feel I have not obeyed, I have not fulfilled God. That's why I'm encouraging you. But I can't go there myself. If I go, right... It's going to affect some other thing. I have to stay at the place that I should be. Yeah. And all the states in America, if I, if I die without seeing, what are some of the states we don't have churches? Do, no. South Carolina. South Carolina. Indiana. I mean, the people in Indiana, are they ghosts? Are they animals? Why don't we, why, why can't you move from where you are just to Indiana? Sorry. To Indiana. Why can't you move? 
How is it difficult? Will you die if you go there? But you see, sometimes the effort. That's why the, that's why we talk about pay attention, give heed. What will, what will happen to, what bad thing will happen to you? Look, as soon as we finish the, those of you with a suspended charges over your life, better get yourself together and start analyzing your people. Say, brother, move! And the Spirit will look at me, I have done something. I have done something. Each one of you, each one of you, I know you. You have all done something. You cannot tell me you have not done something. You've been another church you, you started. I don't want to start at the airport church. The church that you started, they are about to build a, build it into a cathedral. That church, the same church. Yes. You, you, you have all done something. You've all done something. Is there some follow up on you? Or it ends with you? Is it ending with you? Is it ending with you? You, I mean, look at your age. Is it over you? Just you. Then it's a very short-lived ministry and it does not remain. Jesus said, I've obtained you, chosen you, that your, your fruit would abide and that your fruit will remain. Yeah. And you see, <laughs> you, you think I'm older. You are not much younger than me if I'm older. Some of you are older than me. And we are not like, like let's say, 20 years. There's nothing like that. These ones, I'm 20 years older than them. But for us, we are similar age. Yes, five years, four years, six years. It's about the same group. So what about the people below? I was, I was expecting to meet a lot of young people that have been made pastors in America. Bishop, where are the new young pastors? Do you have? Are they here? Stand up. They are doing what? They are coming up. Through which road? Which road are they coming up? Where are they coming through? I wish I would say young pastors. Where is uh, uh, this commando? Some of them was here. You come, come. What's your name? Bernard. Ephraim, come. Why is Ephraim not a pastor yet? He's not serious. You're not serious. Ha! Huh. Somebody should pour water on this guy. Okay. You are not serious. You don't know what they mean. Hey! Tell they are challenging you. Kojo, do you know this guy? Hey, he doesn't know what Bishop Joel is saying. Who is his pastor? Where is Dr. Kwame? Pastor Kwame, is he serious? Bring me Coca-Cola. I will baptize him with Coca-Cola. Shall I show him mercy? Mercy. Huh? Suspended. And then when we are shown mercy, what are you supposed to do?
Mercy. And after the mercy, what are you going to do? You will work for who? The Lord. Okay. Based on the spies who were sent. And they caught them. And they released them to work. And they worked. May you be as good as those spies. In Jesus' name. Drink it. Drink it. I'm expecting to see something good from this young man. Where are the other commandos? Stand up. Where, where are they? They don't even want to get up. They all stood up. Now they don't want to get up. Come, come, all of you. Come. Stand here. One, two, three, four. Why, why are you not pastors yet? Why are you not pastors? Are you married? You are also not a pastor. Stand this way. Are you a pastor? You are not a pastor. Is it the, the pastors are inhibiting you? They are prevent, you are preventing them from becoming ministers. Eh? They are what? Nana Kwame. Who is Nana Kwame? So, I, you are just like nice people around or what? You are just nice people. Put the verse there, Ezekiel. Put the verse there. I am like a lovely song, isn't it? How many camps have you been for? How many camps have you been for? Mention the camps you've been for. And Healing Jesus conferences. Mention. It's been about... Mention the names of the camps. Moses and Associates. Moses and Associates. Was it a camp here? Okay. Um, Volante camp. Volante. Predestination. Predestination. Tasters and partakers. No, I didn't go there. You are tasters and partakers. And you are not a pastor yet. Oh. Then what are they doing here? Where is the bus? Who can come and take them to the, to the house? You are working, but your pastors have not appointed you. Could it be that maybe the pastors, you are the ones who have inhibited the, them from becoming ministers. They, are, they look mature. Do you know about sex? Do you know about sex? Eh? You know. You know about it. I didn't say whether you are married. I said, you know about sex? What about you? Do you know about it? Yes. What about you? You know about it? Pa! And you, you know about it? And you too, you know about it? You know the styles that are done? You know about styles? Pardon? Yes, you know. And you are not married, but you know such a thing. And you, you know. 
the marriage school. Are you, are you mocking me? Where is the, where is the, what? Huh? You are in marriage school. You know it from the marriage school. You just started the marriage school. And you say you know all these things. That is done at the end. It's done at the end of the marriage school. Fire! Fire! This girl is... Oh, why? Look at these people. So pastors, could it be that the pastors are the ones preventing them? Dr. Kojo, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know why. I can't understand why this one... Are you not the one who plays the trumpet or the saxophone? Ah, you must have been in church for about 15 years or 20 years. And you are not yet ministering the words, the words that you are hearing. Or are you in ABS? You don't, you don't, well, you don't do the exams. You do the exams. They don't have the points. They don't have points. Hey. I'll, 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 I'm going to go on the website to see all your... I need all your names. I want to see your status on the website. You are lying to us that you are... In marriage counseling is what has made you know things. Charlie, how many think it's the, the pastors over them who are preventing them from becoming? L- lift, lift your hand. How many think that it's they themselves? And how many think neither, neither of what I'm saying makes sense? It's a combination. How many think it's a combination? Ah, pastors, you see. They are accusing you of preventing their full release in the ministry. Why can't somebody go to LA? LA. Why not? Why can't somebody go to Hawaii? Why not? Well, how many years will we wait? Do we have to beg? Okay, we beg you. We beg you to go. We beg you to go. I'm begging on behalf of Jesus and the souls that are waiting. Please go. Please go into the world and win the lost. We beg you. Will you go? Thank you. I should lie down. Next time what? By the next time I come. I'll be so happy if the next time I come, you are not at the camp. So because you are in LA and you couldn't fly. Yeah. That, that will make me very happy. Or in Missouri. Or in Hawaii, and you didn't have money to buy a ticket to come. I'll be very happy to hear that. You have, you know, so much. You've been for Volante and what? Every camp, except in America. What are the names? What are the names of the camps? Um, Moses and Associates. Uh, take up your cross, Volante. Um, predestination. Sisters and partakers. What is your life? What is your life? Bishop, I've been to You've been to every camp. That alone will give her 500 points on the, on the... Isn't it true? So how come she doesn't have 700 points? 
Why does she not have seven? Have you, are you on ABS? Yes, yes. How many points do you have? Her husband? Where is your husband? He just started a branch. What is going on? You see, that's what I was charging the pastor with mass murder. Yeah. Ladies, are you not all praying to be married? Tell the truth. Somebody to like you, isn't it? Yeah. If you are more spiritual and more into the ministry, you'll be more beautiful. People will just look your way like this. <laughs> and at this very time, you see that you get a beloved. Yeah. Listen, there must be missions. There must be missions. Are you going to do the will of the Lord? I, I, I don't know what I'm preaching. I don't know pastors. What about Canada? I don't know any other person who is becoming a pastor in Canada. Meanwhile, there are so many. Are they here? One, who is that? Mensa. Stand up. So there's no other person become a pastor in the whole of Canada. Apart from one, two, three, four. Ernest. Who cannot go somewhere? What is the point of coming to listen to all these fantastic messages? Is it a lovely song? With no implication. But we don't even need to be a pastor to start a church. Why, why are they not sent out to try to start a church? How do you think the church started? Where is David? How do you think the church in Minneapolis started? Are there some Minneapolis people here? Yeah. How do you think he started? Where, where were you before? In uh, Philadelphia. He was happily there. I don't even know whether he was a pastor when we sent him to Minneapolis. Yeah. You see, part of the ministry is going. If you actually don't go, nothing happens. You can have the theory, the theory, the theory, the theory. But to actually do it by going is where almost everything begins. No one is a ready-made fruit-bearing minister. Going matures you. You learn on the job. You know, when I played golf with Yonggi Cho, I asked him, is there something you will advise me not to do? And he said, there is nothing I can advise you not to do because we learn by falling. Wow. That was the only advice he gave me on the, on the golf course. <laughs> we learn by falling and making mistakes. So I can't advise you not to do it. You have to do it. What you do, you will see the mistakes that you make. You learn by falling. So when you do, you fall, you make a mistake, then you, you know it better. 
I mean, what about Canada? Well, there are more towns, Montreal, Ottawa. You think that some of the people in your church could not go to this place and try Amare Force too much to start a church? Pastors, you see, I'm, I'm charging the pastors. I, sus, I am suspicious of the fact that, but these people, I know them. I'm suspicious of the fact that it is the pastors, people who are actually pastors here, starting with Bishop Joel and the rest of you, that are actually suppressing these people. Yes. I, I don't see why she is not a, a lady pastor in the church. You see, even the fact that they come, you see, that the people who want to come, people don't, some people don't want to come, they don't care if they come or they don't come. I tell you, it takes, it takes time and money to come here. Half, more than half of you flew here. Yeah. You see, it's also a different time. First, we used to have company in the northeast. You know, it's like a lot of people there. Now we are in the middle. The next one, we are going further. Yeah. But I'm not going to come unless these people are dispersed. Oh yeah, this is the, this is the last camp. I'm just going to wait until I hear good news from If I don't hear good news, you 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 will see you you will listen to podcasts and after the, yes, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Where is Nadia? She she always can't make it. Why? Why is she not here? Is she a pastor? Why is she not a pastor? I would have made Nadia a pastor a long time ago. She's my sheep, my personal sheep. I'd have made Nadia a pastor a long time ago. Long time ago. Why is she not a pastor? Nadia can pastor a church. Yes. You see, I'll tell you, if you don't release people, you don't send people, you don't trust people, you will not see. But all the people that are here, look, even Pastor Joel, not even a release or trust. He is rather, he told me, he said, I am allergic. He said, I'm allergic to this subject of becoming a pastor. But I came back. I bounced back to life. Yeah. That's what the Bible said. Don't be wary. I'm not tired of you. If you are tired of me, I'm not tired. All these people, I don't know why they are not. Not that you should be called pastor. Pastor what? Bernice. No, but you should be preaching. Preaching. You think you can't preach by now? Oh, what? But what are you doing in the same town, the same church? Should be out there starting. Some of you, your churches are going to be bigger than these pastors. Don't tell them I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa, where is your church? Orlando. Do you have any young person there? What about your, even your children? I'm sure your children are coming up now. And are there any young people? Is there anybody here from Orlando? Where are Orlando people? Hey! Been around. And the ladies, you trust the ladies. Susan, is Susan a pastor? 
LP Susan. You are all in the same church. You started another one. Okay. Hey, America. I, this, that's what I, said. I didn't come to raise funds. Oh. I came to raise churches. I came to raise churches. I want to see, I want to see missions. I want to see missions. I want to see missions. I want to see churches. I want to see missions. I want to see churches. Yes. I want to see missions. Amen. Who is the one saying send us? Yeah. I'll send you. I'll send you. Another thing that makes pastors tired is orangus. If there is anything that is painful and wearisome, it's when you are dealing with disloyal people. You get tired of it. You say, hey, this whole church, I'm tired of it. But we must not be tired. Yeah, we must not be tired. We must press on. Oh, you people, I want to see more. How, how many realize that we need to see more? I mean, I don't know. It's like, all these people. Yeah. And some of you, you are scared. How many young people are scared that you fall into sin? As, as a young person. There must be hands being lifted up now. There must be hands. There must be hands. Stand up if you are scared. I'm happy that you are standing. Do you know, this fear is the fear that I had when I was 20 whatever years old, becoming a pastor, I've always been afraid. You can feel what you are feeling. You say you are a pastor. A pastor with feelings. Hey! Are you pure? The devil will ask you, are you pure? How can a pastor have such bad thoughts? How many have had bad thoughts? But you'd be surprised that the person next to you is having wada thoughts. Wada wada wada. Do you know what those thoughts are? Those thoughts are to frighten you. Oh yeah, those thoughts are to frighten you. Say, this is not for you, eh? These are for pure people. These are for pure people. Your type is not preaching. Sit down, sit down. They'll tell you. Level say, sit down, sit down. You have to, you have to stay. No, I must stand up because young people look. God, when I saw that scripture, twenty-five to fifty. That is when you minister from twenty-five to fifty. I said, a young person, twenty-five to fifty. Yeah, twenty-five to fifty. That is the best age for ministry. 25 to 50. Andrew, you believe me? 20, you have feelings. <laughs> and you'll be standing there. Jesus. 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 My God. Hey. I remember one day I fasted. And I was praying, Lord, by the end of this fasting, all bad thoughts will be over. But on the last day of the fast, the thoughts became worse. 
worse than before I even started fasting. And after that, I realized that, look, these thoughts, they'll never go. If I'm going to follow thoughts and fears, I will never be in the ministry of Jesus Christ. And up till now, I still have fears. Thoughts. I have the devil remind me, say, look, your days are numbered. Hey. But I just want to press on. No matter what happens, I will do my best. So I want to encourage you. You are girls, you are boys, Charlie. Pastor Joe, Bishop Joe, I want you to appoint lady pastors. Not appoint, send them to work. There must be. There must be what? Look at this one, come. I sent him. How, how old were you when you, you gave your life to me? Give me a microphone. I was... Uh, when you gave your life to Christ, you gave your life to Christ where? In Kumasi. You were, you, were, you were walking by the roadside? Yes, I was on my way to a drinking bar. And, and what uh, were you going to do at a drinking bar? To go and drink. I was you were a drinker? Yes, I was a serious drunkard. And um, somebody, Bishop Saki, was having a crusade. It was called East Gospel Crusade. And a lady had come, gone... Uh, they were doing our cars or so. A lady met us with my friend, invited us for the crusade, and that's why I gave my life to Christ. You gave your life to Christ? Yes. Wow. I was 19 years old. You were 19 years old. See now, a crusade, a drunkard, 19 years old, a drunk. <laughs> and then after that, you, you came to church, right? I came to church. <laughs> and then? Uh-huh. And then one day you came to Kumasi. I joined the Kumasi church. And then you came to Kumase, and then you preached a message called the Missionary Church in Kumase. I preached a missionary church, the missionary like I'm church. saying, there must be missions. Mission America. You see, I'm not changing the message. I'm not tired of the message. Which year was that? Uh, 1999. And I'd been in church for just one year. Just one year? Some of you say, I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. You are, you are new, eh? <laughs> Look at the bad things that you do as a new person. When there's something good to do, you remember that you are new. But when it's bad things, you don't remember that you are new. And then I came and I preached what? You preached on a missionary church in Kumase. And uh, after the message, you, you, you made an altar call to pray for anybody who wants to give himself to do the work of God. To, to go do mission work or anything. And... Um, I mean, I, I, didn't, I thought I didn't even have a Bible, but I, <laughs> I just came out, and the message was so touching. I was crying, weeping, and some way, somehow, you, you came and you laid your hands on my, on my chest. I said, Lord, use this young man. Wow. You were how old? I was um, 20 years. I was 20 years old. And um, since then, the passion started growing until I went to university. And then when I finished university, you sent me out as a missionary. When you finished university? Yes. You just finished? I just finished. You didn't work at uh, the bank? Not at, I didn't. Or Tigo or uh, MTN, any of the places? Straight. You you invited me and I came. And um, I stayed around for about a year. uh, You stayed in the office? You were working in the office? What were you doing in the office? 
I was um, a vicar. A vicar. I worked as a vicar of the church. What is vicar? Cleaning, making sure that the toilets are clean, the places are white, running around, paying bills, moving up and down. Locking the doors. Locking the doors, checking, making sure the lights are off, they are turned on at the yeah. right time. Okay. And all that. And then after that? Then after that, you were in South Africa, and then one day you sent me a test. I mean, you had a, a, um, a camp. Then you sent me a test that you are going to Mozambique. Then I replied, that's it. <laughs> And when you came, some few months after, I was I went to Mozambique. Yeah, he's just come. He just where are you flying from? From Mozambique, Maputo. Yeah, he's a, he has a big cathedral in Mozambique today. Yeah, and he preaches. Talk to the people and put the Hola, como estão? Diga graças a Deus. Hallelujah. Gloria a Deus. Amen. Amen. Tell us something else. I mean, we want to know. Say the good message that we have. Yeah. As a prayer sound, I know that pai, I know that bishop, start pregando para nós. É muito poderoso. Yeah. É muito importante para ter muito acredito. I'm saying that the message that our father is preaching. We don't need to understand the interpretation. How old were you when you went to when you went to Mozambique? Um, twenty six years. Twenty six. How old are you now? Thirty four. Yeah. Yeah. Can show you his pictures. He bought a building, he, almost almost one million dollars worth of building there in Maputo. Yeah. Twenty six. I said I sent him a text. You are going to Mozambique. Five years. Only five words in the text. <laughs> I didn't say hello. How are you? No, you just sent. You are going to Mozambique because I mean, please have come up. So it was still pending. I'm going to Mozambique, and some of you are going to Chile, Chile, <laughs> Argentina, so, so powerful, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico. Nicaragua, Guatemala, Hawaii, Alaska. Ah, why don't we have a church in Alaska? Uh, one of you should go to Alaska. One of you here. Who is going to go to Alaska? That's why what? Ah, they don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to go anywhere. You enjoy America. Wow, you see, nobody can do well. And I sent I sent a message. I sent a message yesterday. Was it yesterday or two days ago? I said, come to America. I just sent them say, come to America. I'm having that come, come. I was in Denmark. I said, well, come. I, I would like to see you. Just come. And he's come. I haven't bought any ticket for him. He's just come. Yeah. Did I buy any ticket for him? Yes. Yeah, he's a young man. He's just preaching. 
trying. It's trying. Your your friends when you were in the world were they very bad boys? Were very... In fact, we were five. As I'm talking now, I think the the third one died two weeks ago. I mean, I mean by now I I should have gone first. Because Why should you have gone first? Because I was I was the chief of. I was the baddest of all. Yes. Is it your friend whose dead body? Yes. One of my friends was called Stephen. One of my friends was called Stephen. And um, when I became born again, after about two years, I met him. And he, he looked very sick. So I tried to speak to him about God. About so that's the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. By the way, have you had any vision of Jesus? I just come to your room before. No. Jesus I've, I've had a vision. One day you sent me a test. I think um, there was a year that there was a team, a year of angelic visitation or something. So you sent me a test that I would, I would have visions of Jesus. And that night I had a visitation. Wow. Yeah. In, in you are blessed. Yeah. I'm still praying for mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to come into the ministry, I've not had any vision. To, to go on the, the mission field, it was just a simple test message you sent to me. Five ways. And that's, that's all. Wow. Everybody take a, your phone and send a text to somebody that you know. You are going to and write the, the name of that town. Maybe it will work tonight. Uh-huh. Listen, listen. He's telling us the story. I want him to sit down quickly. Before so, you send the text. When you sit down, you send the text. Either will sing for you and you send the text. So I, I listen to this story. I spoke to my friend and uh, encouraged him to give his life to Christ and all that. And uh, he told me that I should come and take him to church on Sunday. So I went there on the Sunday morning. When I got there, he had gone to watch a football match early, early morning. And so he told me that he was not ready to go to church. I forced, I tried, but he wouldn't come. Then I had to go back to school on the following day. So I left for campus on Monday. Then Thursday, I got the news that he, he was gone. He had died. And so, um, he was, I mean, my friend, a real friend, my bosom friend. So I had to come a week after for the funeral, I mean, burial service. And when I came, I mean, to, to my surprise, the area, because of the group that we found ourselves in, I mean, we smokers, drunkards, and all those type of things. They, they took over the, the, the casket, you know, and um, they said that... They took the casket from where? From, from the family. The they young, took the coffin. The coffin. The, the coffin. With the body in it. With the body in it. So when they, they took the coffin, they said that they were going to give him their last salute. Salutation, yeah. So they took the body out of the coffin. And then somebody put a big ball of wee, marijuana, yeah, on, on, on his mouth. And at that point, somebody had to go. They had to call police and all that. It was and they were carrying the body. They carried the body. It was, it was lying on somebody's chest like that. And then somebody was putting marijuana on the, on the lips. And I looked at it and I said, this is me. It should have been you. It should have been me. What is his name? Steven. 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 
Yeah. You see, salvation, eh? Is, is it, that's, why, that's, why, that's why I say, I charge you with murder. Mm. Murder. Nothing short of murder. By limiting the ministry and preventing people from obeying the call of God. You are charged with murder. Because this is a drunkard. His, 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 you see, it is like what we, what we call a control in, in uh, science. This would have been me. And then this is me with Christ. And this is me without Christ. So your friend, Stephen, by you, without Christ. He's dead. They've lifted somebody has held the body, running with a dead body, people putting we in the mouth. That is the kind of crazy person he was. But through Christ, through Bishop Sarkis, crusade, crusade, one crusade, somebody passing by, 19-year-old boy, said, come to the crusade. Come to the crusade. And look at him standing here. Look at him standing here. A normal person. It's too fantastic. That's why I say you people, eh, you you may take take it as a lovely song, but it's not a lovely song. It is God telling every one of us, look, we have been called and we have received a ministry. It's not about whether you'll be chosen, ordained, anointed. Yeah, just a text from you, go to Mozambique. But just go. And today, there are hundreds of people in Maputo that, and he has, you have some people in the Bible school in Ghana? Yeah. I mean, some have even finished after the churches. We have 13 branches now. 13 branches? Wow! So for me, I'll tell you, it doesn't in any way limit your life. So has your life been destroyed by coming? I, I'm, I'm more blessed. I, I don't know how to quantify it. But I, I feel very honored and very privileged. Your friend was carried out of the... I mean, when you go to funerals, the dignified funeral, but this is the most undignified funeral I've ever heard of. They pick you out of the coffin from the funeral where in the family and lift you out and carry you physically and put we in your mouth to carry you in the area. That's, that's, that's him. Without Christ. And this with Christ. With one crusade. The church. Yeah. Thank God. So, thank you for your clapping. But I'm expecting something more from you than clapping. Yeah. Pastors, I think you have to have an emergency meeting. Yeah, honestly. You see, one day God spoke to me and said to me, you are wretched because you are not sending people. You are not sending the people. And he told me, send the people even to bad places. Send people to difficult places. Don't send them only to good places. When I say good, like good, in like it, it's a rich city. There's money there. There's jobs there. So send the people to, pe- to places. Amazingly, rather, people that have gone to some of these places seem rather to have prospects. I'm surprised. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I, my, I remember when we, when we got to Mozambique, I was, I was wondering which school would our children go because there was no English school and the few English schools were for the expatriates, you know. And one day I wanted to pray about it, but I just I shouldn't pray about that. I should just pray about the work of God who take care of You have of children. Children. 
How many children? I have three children. Three? Hey. You have been working hard on the mission. <laughs> Bishop, I, amazingly, when it was time for my son to go to school, he, he got a scholarship from an American school. In that school, they pay $500 every month, not a term, every month. So a semester, four months. And he has been given a scholarship to high school. Wow. Wow. That's thousands of dollars. An American school. You have an American I'm school in Mozambique. Yeah. And, and just last year, the school called me again. He said that, what about your, your daughter Mary Glory? Do you, want, do you want her to come? I said, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I have added her. they have added her. So a month, $1,000. And I don't pay even $1 to high school. Wow. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. What a blessing. This will be your last camp until you disperse. If you disperse and start the work, then enjoy, enjoy it nicely. Huh? Enjoy the mission. That's it. Yeah. I want to see the people. I want to hear of them. I want them to send them. People come from, where do they come from? To Canada. Don't they come from, the, from Asia? Are there not a lot of Asians who come to Canada? Chinese? Sri Lankans? What about Sri Lanka? Damn, we will die in Sri Lanka. Who said you will die in Sri Lanka? You will not die in Sri Lanka. Send them. Be bold. Be senders. Pay attention to the ministry. Fulfill your ministry. Amen. Amen. Think about it. Without people going. And you see, the people who can go are the young people. He's now 34 and he can speak the language. Do you preach in English or are you preaching? I preach in Portuguese. Yeah. Don't preach in English. He doesn't preach. Now, if you're a missionary and you don't preach in the language, it becomes a problem. Yeah. You don't like it at all. You don't accept it at all. You speak the language. There are more than 200 islands in the Caribbean. 200 islands in the Caribbean. If you don't know, I'm telling you. Why wouldn't you go there and do something so that we can visit you there and encourage you? Don't live your life just trying to make money. After all the money making, what have you got out of all the money making? Where are you? I mean, how much do you have? What, what can you even give? When I do fundraising now, what do you have to give? It will be as though I'm extracting your tooth. Have you been to a dentist where they are taking your tooth? <laughs> hey! To get a thousand dollars out of you. It's not going to be easy here. Do you know how old this church is? Ask Dr. Lodge. 20 years. We've been doing this thing for 20 years here. In America. Yeah, we've been doing this work for 20 years. By now, if staying in America would have made people millionaires and very rich, by now I would have known about it. It's 20 years. <laughs> yes. By now, if staying in America makes people millionaires and very rich, by now I should have known about it. 
Because I've been coming here for 20 good years. <laughs> yeah. But it does not seem to do that. So you see, even as I'm here, you see, there is something more that I desire from you. Not money. Thank you for your money. Of course, I will ask you to give money. That is not, a, that is not the issue. But I'm saying that it's more of yourself. And now it's the people under you. Encourage them. You see, like I'm encouraging my own son. Every time he texts me, I'm just doesn't either here. He says, Have you tried Indonesia? Have you tried here? Have you tried anywhere? Oh, he should go. He should go and be there. Yeah. He should go. He should do something. Yeah. Anywhere. Where there are people, you can live there, you can preach. Get a job if you have to get a job. Full time. It doesn't, it's not about full time or have a job or whatever. It's about you are doing something. I have never, whether, whether your, your money comes from the right or the left, <laughs> it's not the point. When the church gives you money, doesn't mean you are in full time. Then my watchman is in full time. It's Dr. Not who employed him. Dr. Not employed the watchman who is my security guy up till today. He employed him when he was in Ghana. Yeah. Then he's the first full time man. He's a Muslim. It's not about whether you are paid by the church. It's about what are you doing? Then are you saying that my, my Muslim uh, security guard is a, is, is a full-time ministry because he's paid by the church? And that he's more fruitful than Pastor Nosh? <laughs> Who is not in full-time ministry yet? Thank you. Sit down. Clap for yourselves. Alright, I'm sure it's past supper time now. But I believe that you are understanding the message that is coming. Yes. And I know God wants you to do something more than you are doing. Amen. I want us to just receive an offering before we go. I'm going to, I will continue this after. But I want everybody to take out a good offering.